Podcast, Leo Week, Heather. Can you believe we're here? I don't want it to end. What a rush. <sighs> Truly, we just like rushed through it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it really, I'm, I'm feeling the, uh, I, I believe I'm, I'm personally feeling the Virgo pressure. What about you? Oh my God, so much. So much just like, I mean, it's, it's sort of been brewing, I think, the past few days. Mm-hmm. But the last day or two, I've really been like, all right, got to look at the spending. Got to get your ducks in an order. Like uh-huh. I, Molly McCord is like, Virgo's right around the corner. Time to catch up. I'm like, I got to finish this project that I started that requires yeah. a lot of fucking discipline. But I see the finish line. I just got to finish. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I feel it. No, I hear you. I really do. I'm feeling it. Um, and that makes sense because like we're scooching in to Virgo, like you said. And luckily, though, I'm being reminded that, of course, we would start to feel like not that there's anything wrong with feeling Virgo. I just think Leo is such a. I thrive during this season, I personally, same. internally. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And, and you know, others might disagree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Heather, I know you were saying you were loving this season. You should be thriving this season, Heather, personally, because you have planets placements in leo um but yeah i just uh not that i don't get along with earth or that i can't embody earth but usually it's so funny because around this time you know we're start to inch into fall we enter into virgo season and then we start we sort of like end virgo season right at the beginning of fall i want to say other like because fall is september 20 something so the cardinal signs always kick off the new season so fall starts with libra which starts yeah mid-september yes yes mid-september mm-hmm. and so this time of year was always like we're going back to school shopping exactly summer's ending the vibe is that playtime's sort of over mm-hmm. and it wasn't because i was always really excited for school too and playtime eventually there what that's what makes summer so fun mm-hmm. is because it wasn't all year long there was an end you knew it was gonna true. end You're you right. got like two months to you to free time to fucking live it up and that's otherwise you probably we probably wouldn't have if it was like that year round you would never summer wouldn't be what it is like fire that. can't burn forever yeah mm-hmm. yeah Ooh, Heather. <laughs> it's a spark it's passion and then it god i love that exactly <laughs> it's got a it it, it it literally it has a path and it runs its course. Yeah. Um, and now it's like we, we set into the earth, literally the healing of it, the nurturing mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. the responsible aspect of like, okay, the fires now burn. What do we need to do to get our ducks in a row to make sure the growing process is a healthy one, a mm-hmm. successful one, and we have abundance later to come, right? Yes. That's, that's so Virgo. And it's always around the time that summer and like the, in our human world, Summer, the season's ending. Uh, everyone sort of like, I feel like takes their last. We grew up in Florida, Heather. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like school for us started still almost in summer. Or like mm-hmm. it's Florida. So like summer, you know, is kind of till Feels October. forever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> truly. Like I remember now that I'm in New York, people are like, oh, you grew up in Florida. So you got to like really wear your Halloween costume like you didn't your Halloween costume wasn't ruined with like you having to put a jacket over it from rain or snow or like you were super cold at night and I was like wow I never did think about that that it truly gets so cold in certain northern spots that being outside at night is uncomfortable like you need a coat you can't always wear what you want and I'm like but it was kind of the reverse for us I couldn't wear certain costumes because I'm like, I will sweat through it. I, I will drench say, it. Like, no, my I'm makeup just staining will rub my off. costumes with sweat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to paint your face or wear makeup, right. the humidity was going to tackle that in a second. Yeah. Right. So we digress. But yes, I love this time of year, what it means. But it is funny how symbolically in our human, you know, societal world, too, it's summer ending. People usually, you and I were going back to school, I feel like, in late August almost, if, yeah, if I'm wrong. I think so. But I feel like a lot of northern schools, it's like Labor Day is the last big hurrah, literally. Mm-hmm. Labor Day weekend is the last big kickoff, hur- uh, hurrah of summer, and then school starts again. Um, which, I guess, makes sense why Florida doesn't do that. Uh, because we get out so early they want florida to be able to get out earlier because our summer i guess starts so early i don't know yeah i don't know but anyways i just yeah school supplies is in the air it's about getting focused regrouped it's just what an energetically 
exciting <laughs> time. Like there are yeah. aspects of it I'm excited. Don't get me no, wrong. But I, there's always a bummer to I summer know, ending. Of course. It's just like the little kid in you is like, oh, I want to play all year. But totally. then you realize if you need your rules at a certain point. Yeah. At a certain point you get like, I need school. I'm so bored. There's nothing going like, or not even bored, but you're just like, I'm having too much fun. It's getting sickening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel I you. Order again. I know. I always kind of, you know... Virgo, <laughs> I'm an Aquarius with Leo rising. Rap. Yeah, so all I, Earth signs, I, really I think, get kind of like a narc, a narc rep. <laughs> totally, and and like, I yeah, Virgo's I'm not, not here a to talk negative. <laughs> totally, right. I just uh, what I was gonna say is I think like whenever an Earth sign's approaching, I'm a little bit like, oh, it's Earth, it's time to work. But once <sighs> yeah. I'm in the season, I actually feel like, oh my God, thank God, I needed this. Mm-hmm. Like I feel just more motivated to work, and I'm yeah. uh, finding the positives in that way more easily than I normally. Yes am able to and the so, rewards and the rewards and yeah like, I forget that because I'm a water sign and what feels good is or you know a lot of my uh decision making or the way what that I vibe is yes a lot of what inspires me makes me feel like I'm living is emotional human feelings and shit mm-hmm. and then it's not to say that I'm the right one and earth's the wrong one by totally. any means it's a beautiful reminder that not everyone operates like me mm-hmm. and to a lot of earth signs a hard day's work is like a the high best. for them. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's very rewarding. Like they get their jollies off on a job well done. Yeah. And I'm, it's just, it's not about who, what season this benefits more. It's about that. We all get a, it's like you get a chance. It's like my natural state probably isn't that, but that's why I'm really looking forward into going into earth, being in an energy where not only will I feel more, will I feel better doing hard work or like, getting my shit together, the universe is also probably, the way I understand it, going to reward that. Going to yeah. reward being in tune with it exactly. in that way. And so it's like there's an excitement to wanting to buckle down yeah. and put the work in. In the same way yeah. that it was exciting to buy school supplies. That always got me right. excited too. I'm trying to reframe my my mind and be like, yes. I'm, I'm excited to finish this project. You are, Heather, and you're going to crush it. Thank you. Because also, at the end of this project, not only is it going to feel so rewarding that you're done, but then all the doors and windows and just like opportunities that opens for you because mm-hmm, you're done mm-hmm. have that under your belt all the freedom that means totally that becomes yours again too yes, there's so yes. many you really almost do there's so many people who talk about this too like people who are like this is how I started waking up early just because or like this is how I motivated myself to start enjoying doing chores or shit right, that I used to right, hate and right. there really is almost like a you have to trick your brain into mm-hmm. like appreciating the reward aspect you get from it. Mm-hmm. And I also, I'm on, I'm on a lot of ADHD TikToks and that's like half the battle with ADHD. It's like, you're just stuck yeah. with yourself. Like you're stuck babysitting your own brain. And what are all the ways I can trick my stupid brain into feeling like it's getting off on not on this boring thing that, you know, it's totally, just, totally. We and all have to kind of do it. Totally. I, first of all, wonder if I have ADHD undiagnosed. I, I don't know. There's probably a lot of people who say that, but I really, especially I after reading like Paris Hilton's book. Yeah, yes, I'm sure. Yes, yes. But Paris Hilton, I, that's right. We were talking about this. I feel like, yes, I have to trick my brain constantly. And I, I haven't been watching uh, ADHD TikToks, but I've been listening to this psychology podcast at work um, mm. kind of obsessively for the past like week or two. And oh my God, the, I, it feels very Virgo actually. I'm thinking a lot about like tricking my brain. Um, but also, uh, I could take us on a new, uh, trajectory Please. here, but like, uh, yeah, I, I've been, um, uh, what's one of the things I've been learning about? Oh my God. I just lost my train of thought. Um, like the reward system of like completing a task for your brain you mean is it like revolving in that or like is it in that realm sort of like the way you have to like get it's almost like oh it's not even tricking your brain as it is like getting ahead of it i, I was say. gonna say oh, please please <laughs> that go i on, was listening on. to this <laughs> podcast about um i hope we can make this relevant to astrology about how um we'll find the, it the second <laughs> 
you're it's like psychologically proven that the second you're paid to do something you enjoy you end up liking it less and that has <gasps> been something i've been thinking that like fucking blew me away and i've been this thinking is why about i never worked at target in high school <laughs> That is so funny. <laughs> All the time so I pay, funny. my parents are like, you love Target so much. You love going there. You should get 10% off. You should work there. And I said, I will not shit where I eat. I was like, because I knew I was like, the second I work there, I'm going to see the ugly underside and I'm going to hate it. And I won't let them take that from me. Oh I need Target as a safety net of, I go here for peace of mind. Not, yeah. I literally was always like, I'll never work there. I don't care how good the discount is. I will not shit where I eat. Go on, Heather, go on. Obviously, you mean that on a bigger level. (laughs) But I remember going through a whole phase of that in high school. I was like, nah, I don't want to work anywhere I like. Because that's the the quickest way I'm going to not like it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. uh, This is part of why I'm like, do I want to go into reality TV? But anyway, it's like, I don't know. It's been such a... I've been thinking about so many things in different ways listening to this uh, podcast. It's called Hidden Brain. Um, Interesting. Yeah. And the other day, my friend also told me that apparently they're doing an experiment in San Francisco uh, soon. I I didn't totally look into it yet. But where uh, they're they're like experimenting with um, universal income. Isn't that interesting? In San Francisco. Uh, yes, that's what she said. I'm pretty Interesting. sure. Interesting. She said like the Bay Area. That's San Francisco, right? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. We've got some big changes on the rise. Yeah. And First I was the just... universal health care. Then we'll take to the streets over this electrical company charging oh, us extra that. bullshit. And then we'll take to the streets over the minimum wage. Yes. And then we'll take to the streets for fucking literally everything else. And then everyone else? will be on the streets every day. And so nobody can have a job and we'll be free. And then the aliens will zap <laughs> us to our death. And then we'll really be free. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want all of that. That is so amazing. What if the aliens are here, Heather? I'm so sorry. I'll get no, this I out. Love and the then aliens. we will regroup. But what if the aliens are here? Because they're like we got the government knows they got to scare us humans into submission, and not 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 getting too bigger than our britches and not working. So they're like, hey, hey, hey you get to the office or we'll zap ya. We'll have the alien like they're the new Death Eaters. No, I choose to believe that they're here for That's good. Possible. <laughs> that That's That they're definitely possible. not here because their sources have run out on their planet. <laughs> Anyways, what were you gonna say, Heather? But change is in the air. Yeah. And this Leo like like firework oh. of a season and now going to Virgo where we're going to get our shit together. Go yeah, on, go. yeah, totally. I um did like one, uh, you know, I did the dance class during Leo season. That was amazing. And then oh, last right. night I took myself on a date to go see um, The Moth, which is a storytelling event. It's like Cute. whenever I tell people about the storytelling event that me and Jordy and Demery do they're like oh it's like the moth so I was like the moth is like here in LA I should go and they do this like story slam thing which I actually want to do because me with my Leo rising I like love competition and basically yeah like it's like an open mic you come prepared like you know the theme ahead of time and you put your name in and if they pick your name then you get to go up and tell the story and then there's judges who give you a score and then the person with the top score gets to go and compete against all the winners later on and they do this like pretty often and last night's the first time I went and the guy who won oh my god he was so good and so funny and so likable and so Leo honestly with the way that he presented um but yeah his whole thing was like fuck work (laughs) and he told this like horror story about when he worked at Home Depot and he cared way too much and it yeah I'm not gonna tell the whole story but it was really funny yeah um anyway so that was like a Leo experience that also felt very Virgo and very on track of all these things we're talking about yeah no, I hear you. If anything, it's like Virgo is going to be that sign that's like work is important, but like important work. It, it, it's like Virgo yes. still on a spiritual realm that gets, sees the big picture. We've talked about this before. It shares essentially a wavelength with Pisces, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like it still sees that third eye big picture. 
but I do think Virgo, it's still earth in the way that it goes about being spiritual. So there's still a lot. It's like having that third eye and big picture doesn't mean that you can't still appreciate hard work and the benefits that you get from that and the human experiences that like make you feel more energized and energetically charged. I don't totally. It's really, yeah. It feels like a lot more human experiences are what make actually Virgo feel so. It's like that's when you're really connecting with yeah, Virgo. It's yeah. like using the human day-to-day uh, earth sort of, what am I trying to say? Like earth sort of. Habits and. Uh, yes. Like, like that sort of box that earth more encompasses mm-hmm. to get there, connect, to get connected spiritually. It's really fascinating. Yes. I love yeah. it. And I, I kind of think that Virgo more than any of the earth signs has like the closest connection to spirituality. I find because yeah. it's opposite Pisces and it's on that right. Pisces Virgo axis. And, um, yeah, I mean, wh- what you were describing to me like a, a month or so ago about how when you like really put um, extra effort into your your stand up and you like did it and had a great response. And um, I, I don't that that's like the essence of Virgo to me is like I'm going to take a little bit extra time and really pay attention to the details. And it you like fall in love with that process and then yes. fall in love with the results and like reconnect with loving hard work. Yep. No, I totally, that makes sense. That's very like, it's funny too, because as a Pisces, my father is a Virgo. We're very close. And it was always like spirit, spiritually, those were like any type of spiritual, anything kind of conversation talking about aliens, for example, Drew loves them, loves the aliens, big believer. I've been waiting for this day since I've known him. Um, But we, yeah, it was always me and my dad who would have those really big spiritual heart to heart conversations. You know, my mom's, uh, she also is like, uh, an early riser. Me and my dad were both more night owls growing up and like, we'd be up late talking about shit like that. We share a lot of similar interests and have a lot of the similar outlooks on life in that spiritual way. Um, but he'll be the first to be like, you're so fucking lazy <laughs> to me. Yeah. Or he always be like, uh, Miranda, they always say uh, a moving, what is it? A rolling stone gathers no moss. Like that's always his sort of like those dad phrases of like, and he never meant that like in a weight way. I think he meant that like it was ever when he was talking about health and like uh, he was never saying that to his daughter to like be rude or anything in that um, respect. Yeah. It was always more of like, because I do, I have friends whose dads love weighing in on their weight. Um, we got to teach, we got to teach these dads better. Not trying to say he was pulling that card by any means. It was more just like, uh, talking about the longevity, like longevity of life and like, um, how like you always want to stay moving, blah, blah, blah. Like he's got that like outlook. He was always third, third eyeing it, even though I didn't realize that at the time, that's what he was doing. But then the way we go about things is also very different and he's not super emotional. Um, in that way or he doesn't always like lead with emotion right he was actually if i was going through something like emotional or even drama with like a girlfriend at school my dad was the one i would go to because my mom would actually make me overthink it i think Um, or she would make me spend more time processing it in a way i think i needed what i really needed was someone to be like just relax right Right. it's gonna it's all gonna work itself out like he really did have that like in 20 years, you're not even going to remember this. Yeah. And I'm like, now I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, he was just high. Just smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, he does. He's always just had that like, <gasps> he's always been very spiritual to me for someone who is so earth and obviously my dad. So annoys me in the ways that he's also a dad. But it's funny. I can't tell what, how much of it is just dad shit or his Virgo looking ass. Like, I think it's, I do think it's very 50, 50. Yeah. I guess he's a dad, so he's going to be a dad about things. But the way that he always has his little gadgets and not because he just like is materialistic and likes to have things. Right. He actually doesn't like to own a bunch of useless things, but he will like spend money on a quality, something that has multiple uses, for example. Yes, that's or, so Virgo. Or like, well, in the long run, yes, that can be used for two different things for mm-hmm. good. But or yes, like in the long, it's like a tool like there's certain things he's very quality over quantity when it comes to certain things, but like t-shirts, 
He'll, he'll wear anything cotton, whatever. Doesn't right, have to be expensive. Right. Clothing, not something that has to be expensive for him. Mm. But like certain tools or like uh, yeah. his guitar, for example. Right, like, right. And, and his cars. And when I say his cars, he's uh, he's had a 4Runner, a Toyota 4Runner for the past I think I was in elementary when he got his first wow. one. He's, for his past three cars, wow. they've been Toyota Forerunner Forerunners because they he loves them and they're durable and they've got you know he mm-hmm. can escape to the mountains if he needs or the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just such a Virgo. It's so funny, but it's also I think very funny because all dads I feel like could almost give a little give off a little bit of a Virgo vibe. Does that make sense? Yeah, <laughs> no, it does. Like, let me help you with your car. Are you taking care of this? Like, did you clean your room? Like, I guess that's more your mom, but like it is. It it's totally. Very, yeah. Just kind of funny. Totally. But Love um this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but with Leo, did did the Leo new moon affect you in any sort of way or do you oh, have yeah, any I'm fun like, leo plans i've been talking about no, no, Virgo. No, no. i, I still have to it's leo. good because we, we are we're moving into it and and I'm a just lot really of the feeling that energy spike in virgo up. yeah yes. i'm feeling it too trust like mercury yes. and mars are in virgo it's it's upon us yes but but that leo new moon correct me if i'm wrong heather it was is wednesday it, it like we're still in the throes of it. We're still yeah. I mean, and, like this and past Wednesday, like yesterday, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yesterday. So we're still in that new moon energy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that fiery Leo new moon popping into this Virgo sun time as we're about to inch our way in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'm feeling very like okay, fall's coming, which always means we know the end of the year is approaching. And so naturally I think there always is this like fiery energy of like, we're kind of, we just passed the like halfway point. Right. And then we're in this last bit of fiery explosive, uh, explosiveness before we head into a grounding earth time of like, okay. So for this like new moon energy, personally, I've just been really like, what do I want to accomplish what are the things that really are driving me this year that I feel really passionate about even if I don't finish them quote unquote depending on what they are what I want to bring into the new year even Mm -hmm. as far away as that is like it sneaks up on us it does and like especially with watching astrology I take note and I'm kind of always like watching more farther farther ahead yeah I think than I ever had before yeah yeah if that makes sense which is why I just spent 30 minutes talking about Virgo (laughs) no no totally Um, oh my god no as a part of it you can't necessarily wait for it to creep up on you you kind of have to look ahead energetically to sort of know what's coming and what to plan for and what you want to call in yeah yeah absolutely no that's interesting same same with me and it's interesting because I was listening to the Molly McCord podcast and she's like you know Virgo season we're halfway through the year it's a good time to like think about to think ahead and like a lot of people might want to like make plans for the end of the year and for the holidays if you're thinking that far and like when I first listened to the podcast I was like oh my god that's crazy and then like afterward as the days have gone on I've been like wait yeah yeah, yeah, I am about to have some some holiday time. Like I I do I do want to finish my project like on this date in order to like have that time. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Um. What is Molly McCord's podcast called again, Heather? I'm sorry. Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. While you were saying that, I was just like, I want to add it to my yeah yeah you should you should. Um, <laughs> I got it. Okay, yeah, she go gets on, go advanced, on. but she also talks about everything just around the energies. But um, no, but, I love it, and you're bringing her up all the time. That I'm like, it's silly that I haven't quite. Yeah, worth in. checking out. Um, uh, no, yes, thank you. Yeah, go on, go. Another on. thing that I uh, <laughs> heard on this Hidden Brain podcast, though, that really stuck with me is that. They were talking about how it's much harder to like sacrifice immediate reward for future reward when you don't have a close relationship with your future self. And this is something I talked to my therapist about this week because I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah, like it's so much harder. Like when I have a goal, oh my God, I'll save money. I'll focus. I'll do everything I need to do to like make that goal happen. When I'm aimless in the Saturn return, like I am right now, I'm like, 
well, the thing that's going to bring me happiness is this nice Mexican meal at the restaurant I haven't tried. Like, I <laughs> holy shit. The Isn't that just cool? That. Yeah. I feel like, and I've been told this and I've heard this, but it, it never quite articulated in that way. Uh-huh. I love that. Right. When you don't have a good relationship with your future self. And they, it's so when people, cause they always talk about this with like the spiritual beings of TikTok. love talking about this shit during manifestation. Like you have to get very specific and very clear on what you want. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but what if you don't <laughs> if you know don't what know? you want, <laughs> but you know, you're just, you have to be manifesting. You're yeah. still calling in on energy because you don't want to go without nothing there. Totally. But you don't know exactly what, what you want looks like just uh-huh, yet. It's tricky. Uh-huh. That's really fascinating to look at it as like maybe not so much what you want, what you like to really embody and envision a future you and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Which I realize I've been told, but oh, the way you just put that, Heather, made my jaw drop. It made I my jaw drop like, when I heard it. I was like, oh my God, yes. And, you know, Molly McCord, last time I'll bring her up, she would say that because we're as a collective in this transitional state of Pluto moving into a new sign, which is major, it only happens every like 20 years, um, we're all kind of collectively like in this unknown territory or, or we're on the brink of a new decade with new energy and a new way of life and I I feel that coming um so I I think you know we're in our Saturn returns and this is always a time of like self-discovery and a bit Mm -hmm. of aimlessness but I think also as a collective it's hard to know what the next step is or what our future self is going to look like because we're not we're we're not in that future energy yet or we're am i making sense we're no absolutely you are you really are it just is like that's why and people always talk about this with manifestation it's like really when you and, 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 and like i know that people have always said this in order to get specific on what you want you can even do like almost a reverse method of like thanking yourself in the future. This is what's always mm. works for me. Almost writing like I am that person in the future. Yeah. And I'm just thanking the universe for all the things it's given me. And I'm grateful for the thing, like what I'm grateful for today. And then saying it almost like that, like this specific job that I have, like, but that's really, there's a lot of energy to unpack there, Heather. Yeah. It really is. It's a really beautiful way of looking at it. So in the podcast, they were saying that they, uh did the they like experimented with showing a group of people um a generated image of what they might look like 10 years down the line and that uh was proven to help them feel closer to their future self and like invest more in in saving and and uh yeah like focusing on the future wild right <laughs> Yeah, these like new filters on TikTok too, even that's a really incredible what you just brought up, Heather, because looking at these filters on TikTok, I'm always like, who is she? (laughs) And then but then I'm also like, hey, there's a world where I could really look like her and I'm not trying to talk mean to her and I would never insult her. But like, yeah. There's nothing that's going to make me do my nighttime, like to put it on a generic level like this or like a more basic level. There is nothing that makes me do my nighttime face routine more like religiously than that fucking AI filter of seeing myself in my 60s or whatever. And but honestly, what a great it's kind of like what you said. What a great symbolic way to also think about that on a financial level, on a spiritual level, like not just my skin. No, but my, my insides, my spirit, my life. Totally. Wow. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> if Virgo and like even when it comes to driving, the last thing I'll say before we move into these charts, yeah. other, <laughs> even when it comes to driving, one of my dad, who is a Virgo, Drew's favorite philosophy is like, you want to always drive ahead of yourself, Miranda. You want to drive ahead of yourself. You got to look ahead, meaning like if you're just looking at the car in front of you and they uh, slam on brakes, you still mm. have a, a world where you could really rear end them. I love that but as a larger metaphor. Yes, he and he's like this. And he would even say, this is going to apply to anything, but specifically with driving. (laughs) (laughs) We got some spicy last Leos 
Last Leo looks today, huh, Heather? Oh, yeah. I know. What a fun season. But hey, they're all fun in their own they right. Are. In their own way. They totally are. It's just I do think there's always a nostalgic. Summertime End feeling. of summer bummer feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, truly. Um, naturally. Yeah. But, uh, but Heather, would you like to start us off with one of these fiery fuckers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny fire uh, sign, uh, an icon, a legend, Kristen Wig. Kristen Wig, another SNL queen. Mm-hmm. What a talent. Um, Truly. yeah, I mean, she's so incredible. Like I, <laughs> but also honestly, w- the reason, yeah, the fact that she's like maybe one of the greatest SNL cast members ever in, in my opinion, at least I, I th- feel like some people would agree, but, um, at least from our time, but, uh, then bridesmaids, but why I was really excited to do her chart is because I'm pretty sure it was maybe on the plane coming to LA. I want to say that I listened to a podcast with, I want to say it was Judd Apatow interviewing Kristen, or maybe it was Lena Dunham. I, I can't remember, but I was listening to an interview that really stuck with me because Kristen was talking about how she, you know, she she didn't know she wanted to be an actress her whole life. She didn't know she wanted to do comedy. She was working a lot of odd jobs for a while. And um, I, right. I want to say it was around her, her Saturn return that she had this moment that she looked in the mirror and she was working at a... Um, a plastic surgeon's office, like doing sketches of before and after, like plastic surgery shit. And she like looked in the mirror and she was like, is this going to be my life? Like, what do I want to do with my life? And she says that she like meditated on it and said, like, I want to be an actor. And then (laughs) and then she's like, did I really just say that? What? And uh, then like she planned on going to Los Angeles and right before she did so, she spontaneously did a reading uh, by a psychic at a spiritual bookstore and she got this 10 minute psychic reading where the dude was like, uh, "Are why aren't you in LA? You should have been there like two years ago. Like, and, wow. and she, she talks about it very like, you know, not to say that a psychic told me to move to L.A. and I was going to be an actor and that's what I did. And it was all very silly and she downplays it. But, but it's also, also like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. she was like, how could they have known that? I literally had plans to move. It's like crazy. That's um, wild. Yes. I want to say, yeah, I knew that that like Kristen Wiig. I, I didn't know all the details of that, but I did know. That she essentially packed up her car one day and drove to L.A. Like, yeah. it really was kind of like a, it was not on her her plan. It really was a spontaneous, like, I'm fucking going for it and just, like, moved. And I remember reading that before I sort of did the same. Or, like, I yeah. remember, like, looking at it before I'd done the same thing to go to L.A. And, like, there's always just such a beautiful reminder of, like... uh what like the rewards you get from trusting the universe yeah and it's because it's really of like the rewards you get from trusting yourself yes exactly exactly that's what i love that that was her story Mm -hmm. and she ended up being one of the funniest fuckers of us still to this day is like making movies that still has a career yeah going strong but like and then proved herself a lot with like her own acting chops after us yes but yeah i can't uh yeah, she's it's, so humble wow. and like downplays yeah. everything. She's a Leo, um, obviously, uh, with and we don't have right. the rising, unfortunately. But Gemini I know, I Moon, I know I do too. Mm. Gemini Moon, which there's a mm. lot of funny Gemini people out there. You're Gemini Moon, yeah. Um, I was gonna say <laughs> no. I and I thank you, Heather. <laughs> I think with comedy and an ability to do like improv and be quick on your feet, it is that having that sign is such an asset um yeah I know a lot of uh, Gemini's who do improv yeah yeah I do too or Sagittarius which is Gemini's opposite which is also quick on its feet good with words um but but yeah so so Kristen's Leo Sun Gemini Moon um and the rest of the the chart is pretty scattered um but I think it's 
cool how she you know gemini is a mutable sign it's very adaptable right um and it kind of feels like her life has sort of been like i don't know what's next i'm gonna try this or maybe someone has this suggestion and i'm just gonna try it out but then you know the the leo special little harry potter energy just like thrives in whatever (laughs) new uh environment she finds herself in like she just like started doing groundlings and was a master at that auditioned for snl was a master at that and then she uh got like a small part and knocked up and judd apatow like suggested that she write her own movie for her to star in because she was like such a hit in that small role and she was like okay maybe i will writes bridesmaids like are you kidding me like it it feels like she has that sort of gemini like i'm just gonna go wherever I feel inspired next with that Leo like, oh, wow, I'm a I'm such a talent at this. Like, oh, I'm my attra- God. And I'm, tra- and I'm attracting so much luck. Right. Yeah. yeah. That, like, fiery, yeah. like, charm. Totally. That it just is. Yeah. Totally. So, um, God, yeah. I love that. I know. Incredible. And there's a lot of trines. There's a lot of harmonious aspects in this chart. Right. A lot of her planets getting along. Um, yeah. Uh, there is a... Damn, I wish we had her rising. I know. And I wish that I knew more about her romantic but, life. And I don't know if you know anything. Yeah, she's got a kind of private. No. She, it, well, I only know that it's kind of like, you again, similar to Maya Rudolph, Kristen Wiig kind of falls into that. Like she's a Leo that doesn't have like paparazzi or a famous Leo right. without paparazzi. I think like really, really like obsessing over yeah. her. She does a good job of like remaining down to earth and staying out of the limelight in that negative way um so i really rarely hear about her personal life rarely do i hear about kristen wiggs personal life. yeah i feel like. no same what about you same yeah, um okay. but but yeah it's interesting because she does have venus conjunct pluto in libra and i don't know what house it falls in but venus conjunct pluto is like you need intensity in relationships. Mm. Like you need that Scorpio. Sometimes Mm. it's power struggles. Sometimes it's just really intense, deep, passionate love. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, so I, I'm curious, but you know, Scorpio is also private. So maybe that's the part of her that's just like, I am going to keep this. I feel like she's definitely very public with the public or with, or very private with the public. Yeah. In terms of like kind of really knowing Kristen on a personal level. Yeah. Yeah. And I also want to say, I've been wanting to say this and since it's the last Leo episode, um, I think my mom would want me to say this. Uh, yeah, I think that (laughs) Leo's kind of get a reputation, you know, the, the first words that you hear when it comes to like Leo stereotypes are like, likes attention needs to shine Mm -hmm. uh is comfortable in the spotlight all that stuff but uh i haven't mentioned yet that there are a lot of leos who are way more shy and i actually want to say every leo i've known in my life is an introvert um really i kind of think so i i uh of all the leos i can think of that i know Leo sons they're more on the introverted. They're introverted and that's not to say they don't have their ways of shining like right. one that I'm thinking of Absolutely. is a dancer the other was like president of her student body and and a writer right. but it's not um I don't know I I think that the to, to generalize and say that all Leos just like want the spotlight or want attention and, and I feel like with a lot of the uh, Leos we've covered the celebrities it's uh Yes, they need a space to shine and they're comfortable in the spotlight in their own, you know, artistic medium. But right. I, I do feel like there's like a awareness and a, and a humbleness and a, yes. um, it's it's they're not divas so much. Yes. Every fire sign I've ever known has been very aware they're a fire sign. Yeah. In a way that they're the first ones to make fun of themselves. Yes. They're the first ones to laugh at themselves. They're the first ones to, yes, maybe have a reputation for being divas. But what's so funny is that um, they're the first ones to humble themselves or to be self-aware in a way. Like, I do think fire can be very self-aware of itself still. Yeah. Um, And I think it has a rep that it's just completely off the rails, like, all the time. But again, we talk, we... 
every chart or every sign sort of has a, you know, we've got layers to these. Mm -hmm. So it's not like every single fire sign is just fully that. But I think it's how the fire elements relate to other aspects to the chart, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, Of course. But, um, and I think there's a lot of things that help tone down fire. But yeah, I just fire is what I do believe is just authentically them in a yes. way that they're like I'm not gonna apologize for it I'll make fun of it but it is what it is yeah. and here's where we're at and that's what you just feel like you're allowed to be yourself with fire mm-hmm. if there's anyone you're allowed to be your authentic self with it's a sign that because they're not overthinking on, right yeah they're like yeah I said that that was weird oops yeah <laughs> moving on like it's a it's such a fresh again it's like fire it's like will that happen now we're going to burn it down and rebuild. Yeah. Like, it's just like, it doesn't have to, it's, oh God, I love it. Me too. I, I wish I had more fire. fire Me too. <sighs> I really do. Yeah. Um. Honestly, the, the luckiest thing about like selfishly, the fire aspects in my chart are how close my Pisces is to Aries. Yes. And so I do have a handful of like Aries elements mm-hmm. that God in my chart. But um, I think people are really, sh- and that's why I, I, that's why I feel like I also selfishly know firsthand that fire isn't always, you know, the center of attention are so powerful all the time because I can really have a lot of qualities like that that I think are reserved for fire. And then people are sitting there in shock that I don't have as many fire placements as they think <laughs> because of the way I am. Yeah. And I'm like, well, and, and that's also why I think it's very easy for me to digest that fire can be a lot more intuitive or uh, introverted than we're than people are aware of yeah. and stuff like that because I'm like, I'm not a fire sign and I have a fire rep though in a way that, yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Totally. Just kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love Kristen Wiig. I really do. And I feel like she really shows her chops in the way that she doesn't just have a comedy career anymore. She also, yes, is a very good actress has kind of proven her chops in that way. Went down though, still in SNL history. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That uh, a psychic kind of let her know that was going to happen. Isn't that insane? And she makes me want to visit a psychic. Uh, Jake and I have been They're trying like, to. Bitch, why aren't you in Alaska saving the whales or some, something crazy that I've never thought of? <laughs> Jake and I, I have been trying to. We, we <laughs> literally drove to a psychic and then they turned out to be like a scam. And so we didn't go through with it or it just turned uh, out to be like a little too sketchy for us and, and overpriced. Yeah, you need to go with so, one who's like been recommended. Yeah. Or like trust, Kristen, yeah. where you just stumble upon like $10 for 10 minutes or, you know, like. And, and then it just. But it happens to be the the exact thing you need. I to know, hear. but it's yeah. such a sad in return activity. I want to yeah. partake in. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Love Kristen. Kristen, we love you. Come on the pod. Yeah, talk about it. Because she's still like a LA New York girly. I would imagine we, I think we could get her on LA. the pod. Bump into her. I know. I want to <laughs> say she's in LA. Oh, she's so she's bad. back and forth. I'm sure. I love it when she returns to SNL. It's always so fun. Oh, to have her. I know. And her and Maya are like good friends. Oh yeah, yeah. Everything correctly. I was reading this morning said that it like quoted Maya yeah. as her BFF. Yeah. They're like homies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I've always understood it. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. And with that, Heather, shall we move on Let's. to our next? last of the leos this is a good last Uh, leo yeah this is a good (laughs) last leo because again talk about someone who sort of just authentically carries themselves as is and it's it's really giving like i swear i don't love the drama it loves me (laughs) because truly she could she's so fire in all the right ways yeah (laughs) i just i really love this next sign I will be honest that I don't know. It's a hard thing because I don't know if I feel like I really know her. Mm. Um, but I do feel like I do in a way compare. Okay. Well, let me just. Yeah. Yeah. But Meghan Markle, our our last Leo, Meghan Markle. I love Meghan Markle, but I have a special obsession with the entire fucking royal family mm. that I never used to have before. Mm. I don't know what possessed me. I think I kind of, I, I think I started watching the crown in 2020 when I was not, you know, when I was furloughed from work and just hanging out in LA and really had nothing going on. And I was just consuming so many movies and TV shows. The crown was one for me. And then I also watched another Diana documentary. So mm. I want to be very clear that I have kind of a little low key royal family obsession but it's really not with the royal family it grew into that but it 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 stemmed and always started as a diana obsession i, I love see. yeah 
Princess Di. I love Princess Diana. God rest her soul. They fucking murder her. I know they did. And when you see their signs, just kidding. <laughs> but I do. I just I got really into the history and the in the drama of the royal family because I got so into Princess Diana's, which naturally took me down all these rabbit rabbit holes. What were you gonna say? Heather? Um. Oh, oh, just really fast. Almost every Liz Green book I've read, she has a section where she goes over Princess Diana's chart as like examples. Like she's obsessed with Princess Diana and and studying her chart. I'm going to send you a Liz Green book here soon. But anyway, please. But I want to say we've talked about Princess Di's chart. I think we did. Yes, I think we did at some point. Or if you and me just did separately. That's so embarrassing that I can't remember. I know. I can't remember because I don't think we covered her. Did we? We surely did. I don't. But we kind of just did cancer. You'd think I would have remembered that. It was a while ago. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. But yes, I want to say that it's like it's low key in her chart that she was going to be a public figure and Mm -hmm. but like in in, but not in it, but like in a different. I want to say we have talked about this. Yeah. And she has a lot of relationship aspects. And yeah. Meghan Markle is so similar to similar to Diana. What I actually should do is pull up Diana's chart right now while we're talking about it I'll do to it. do some compare and contrasting. Thank you, Heather, because I would love to like put their charts over each other's like a, like a transparency to see like how much sort of like goes hand in hand. Yeah, but I'm obsessed with Meghan Markle. Fuck the royal family and how they treated her. Ugh. She and then it's and everything down to like we became obsessed with her fashion like we did Diana's we became more obsessed with the royal family because Meghan Markle was fucking in it. That's also what happened with Princess Di. She right. joined the royal family and suddenly people gave a shit right. because it was like, well, Diana's in it. Right. And she became sort of the people's princess. Very similar to Meghan. Harry, um, or, the, you know, Meghan is with Harry who will never be on the throne in any remote capacity because of how he lines up in the family. And honestly, it's a blessing, not a curse. He got off scot-free. I think he's so lucky. Poor little William. He's fucked. And like, will, am I saying their names right? Because <laughs> wait, William and Harry, yes, are the sons. And William's the oldest and he's in line for the throne. And his dad, Charles, just got the throne. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but like, you know, it really is. You watch The Crown. You watch these documentaries. You hear them talk in interviews. And the royal family, it's way more of a curse than it is a blessing. It's way more bullshit than it is fun. I'm sure it's and hell. It is. It's, yeah. it's, it's so connected to religion. And it's such a you're the chosen one by God sort of thing no I one can't asked imagine for this. That. Wait. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I can't imagine being bored and then told like you do not get to participate in the human world while being a human, essentially. That's what it is. Yeah. And if anyone was ever built for that shit, it was Queen Elizabeth. I'll be honest with you. If there was mm-hmm. anyone who took her duty so seriously, was ready to die for that crown, that throne, not in a power trippy way, just like a, and I have a duty to... Oh God! Is she Charles. the one in season Anyways. one of the Crown, Queen Elizabeth, that they're covering? Queen Elizabeth is the one who just died, the one that we've known as Queen for forever. Oh. Um, and yes, yeah, she's in the Crown as a child in the first season. I Not see. a child, but she's like twenty-one or whatever. She takes over the throne really young. Her dad has a freak medical incident, right, 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 right. so she has to take over the throne. But it's just so funny because it's like her whole family is now the royal family because her dad's older brother stepped away from it said I don't want to do this I don't want to be king this sucks I want to marry this American girl who's had divorces so y'all are being weird about it I don't want this life this shit sucks I want to go live in America I don't care if I'm never welcome back here but fuck this so he left the throne which is why Elizabeth's dad got it in the first place he wasn't even supposed to be the she was never supposed to be on the throne so and then I want to say is like one of the longest reigning queens but and then we digress, but now Meghan Markle is married to her grandson. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Right. Well, and the same thing happened with Meghan and Harry. Yes. Right. They were like, we're they. They're not even ever going to take the throne. They're yeah. just part of this fucking family. And then she dealt with a lot of racism. Well, really, what it really came down to is that Meghan Markle got a lot of fucking racism thrown her way and what it also really comes down to because they talk about this more in the documentaries and you also just kind of learn and now it's just talked about so much that I kind of can't unsee it there's a lot of belief 
<clears throat> and understanding that the royal family, not even so much them, the royals themselves, but their team, their PR, their like everyone who works for them is in very much control of the media that and a lot of things that are printed mm -hmm. and Meghan Markle just could not live there and be there without being headline fucking news every fucking day right. and it was just they were just constantly attacking her race and it really that's what it came down to and like oh the royal family's racist who could have known of course we all knew but I really think for Harry it was like a, a rude wake-up call for his whole upbringing and everything he's ever known because uh, he's in it. He's fucking a part of the royal family. Yeah. Like, what a different life and world you experience. Um, and then fell in love with Meghan Markle and then saw how she was treated. And that was a huge way or huge reason they left the royal family. And then I think it was also just like, this is a lot of bullshit yeah. for something we're never really going to even be a part of. So, yeah. So now they live here and they can be America's royals. We love them. We'll eat them up. But Meghan Markle herself, speaking of acting. I know. Was on Suits. And that's also why she was given a lot of shit. Because it wasn't like she came from the super. She, she's not royal. She's American. Yeah. She's Canadian, actually. Right. Wait, no. She's American. And then Suits films. In I remember it. when it was a thing but, when she like announced that she wanted to act and like, uh, yeah, now knowing she's a Leo, like, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. And I think she's always just been like, she's got that, like, Princess Diana ability to, you feel like Megan is the girl next door and you could, like, cuss and kind of drink and really wow. hang out with her. Smoke a bowl. Yeah. Talk about, like, really talk about the shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. really shoot the shit. Like, you really feel like you could be friends with her. Yeah. Even while she still has that ab ability to be very polished, polite, and you know you're getting like a royal version of her in these interviews or like when she's, you know, keeping herself poisoned in public, but in a way that you're very like it's not it's like she's able to do it while like, yeah, that's clearly like a, a discipline and like a way she's being, but not in a fake like you don't want people to know the real you. But I, I can't explain it. Yeah. It's very leo right and that's why i'm interested to know like or wait we said we do know her rising yeah we have the whole Correct? chart mm -hmm. i didn't even i don't it's even know an if i've gotten that chart side. it's not you what i, I would expect yes leo's son libra moon cancer rising uh -huh. that's what you have too uh -huh, heather uh -huh. and it's her cancer rising and it's yes it's the libra moon and cancer rising too i mean i just think she's got a great triple three i very much feel like I see Meghan Markle's triple three, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. I, I, I would put it that way. She's Leo in the way that she shines. She's got that attractiveness of just like, I'm a Leo, so I'm very charismatic. I'm very put together when I want to be, but poised. Uh, I can, she can, she's able to stand out without making a scene. Right. Too, yes. Which I feel is very fiery almost. Yes. And very um, Leo. Yeah. Cause it's like, you're just fire. Yeah. That is your energy. So you don't have to really do much. Else. Right. Oh, right. It's powerful. And then the Libra moon, you're fucking joking. So the way she's so, she's very charismatic, very like engaging, can really hold a room, can hold the company. I'm sure of someone, especially when you're just chilling with her one-on-one, -on -one, she's got to be a fun person oh, in sure. a, in, on a relationship level. Leo sun, but then Libra moon. Uh -huh. So she's got that uh, sun, that fiery sun, that air moon. And then we've got the cancer ascendant. So she... And then again, what a sign to mix, what a great water sign to mix well with such a balanced chart mm -hmm. in the way that like, not only does she come across it, like not only does she come across like, oh, now there's a bitch who gives a shit. She probably really fucking does. Oh yeah. Like you don't have to work. Like she just gives a shit. Yeah. Like that is a human being. If you've ever met one, mm -hmm. um, not only is she going to make sure she comes across that she's caring, she's going to actually follow through and be caring. That's a beautiful, right, right. That actually is someone you want as a leader. Yeah. That is someone you want in the public eye. The fact that the fucking Royal family ran her out because Kate and William were not, were like falling in the rankings in terms of the public eye and being beloved by the people. Megan, what was the issue is that Megan was taking up too much attention. Her light was too bright. 
And everyone knows that William and Kate have issues. You can tell. And everyone has just, there's enough information out that everyone knows that this is a matchup at this point. And Harry and Megan, I think, just got to really kind of fall in love because there's not a whole country on the backs of their success yeah. of, the, of their marriage ending or, 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 you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure Kate's a Capricorn, <sighs> which makes so much sense, right? And then... Just no one gives a shit about her and William. It's so true. Like, they could give a fuck. Everyone cares about Megan and Harry. <laughs> and that's exactly what was happening with Princess Diana. And then nobody gave a fuck about the sister. I forget her name but yeah what you said about her light shining too bright and everyone else being like pissed off at that is just such a leo conundrum i really just think that's make that's what i'm trying to say like it's not even that megan's trying to put this bright light on right yeah but it just is her the 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 the, her light she has an inner light yeah yeah ruled by the sun and then it's like they wanted to dim it and i'm so happy she got the fuck out of there and is letting that shit shine. And now she has a baby named Archie Aww. with Harry. What a cute fucking name. And then they just gave birth to another little baby. So their firstborn was a son. And then their second baby is a girl. And uh, Queen Elizabeth's like nickname, they would call her Lily Bet. Like that's like a nickname for Elizabeth, I get like Lily Bet. And so like Lilibet or Lily or, you know, yeah. they would just call her that. And so their daughter's name is actually her first name, like her official. Uh, Full official name is Lily Bat after the queen, cute. which is really precious. But that is like, precious. they can be America's royalty all day, baby. And you know, I have to drop the most cutest little part of this whole story, Heather, when they did finally announce that they would be stepping down and stepping away from the royal family. Because you can't just like step away from the royal family and be like, all right, I'll see y'all at Christmas. Yeah. Like, there's a whole title, like, their right, titles were stripped. Yeah, and yeah. it's a, it's a, it's like kind of like a very top, like, uh, heavy choice in that way because like once you strip your titles you're like stripping your family involvement it's crazy it's crazy it's just heavy it's very heavy um when that happened and they came to new york or they came i think they went to la and they like have a house there now but there were moments where they also visited new york and i think they were figuring out where they were going to live or just what they were going to do and when they came to new york you best believe Taylor Swift said, take my security. <laughs> Megan, Harry, hey, just go ahead and take the boys. I'm in London working on some music videos, got some albums to re-record. Hey, take my team. Take my whole ass security <laughs> team. It's stronger and better than Air Force One. Or what's the security <laughs> team called? Whatever. But like, they, they basically were dr- driven around and protected by Taylor oh Swift security God. while they were. Like the second they like visited from, which I just was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she is our royalty, isn't she? <laughs> I digress. But yeah, Meghan Markle just has that. God, she could not be more Libra Moon, could not be more Leo Sun, and then could not be more Cancer Rising to me. And I want to say I am correct in that Diana is a Cancer Sun. She and is. They had other Sag aspects rising. Too. Oh, and ah. uh, I did pull it up. Um, Tell me it's air. Tell me she's yeah, like Aquarius the same moon. As Megan. Aquarius moon. So they're both air. They're both so air the way moon. That Princess Di was air moon. But but Princess Di is a cancer su- sun, Sag rising. So the same three elements. Um, and then also the water they both have is the same. It's cancer. Right. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. She really is like Princess Diana. I'm telling you, Meghan Markle is the modern day Princess Di. Yeah, that's crazy. She's a fashion icon. She's the girl next door, but then she's got this royal aspectness to her. Like, oh, I love Princess Diana. I love Meghan Markle. I really do. That's crazy. Thank you for looking that up, Heather. Yeah, they both have Venus and Earth. That's crazy. I'm kind of losing it over here. Um Wow. I think that uh, Megan's chart is not what I expected, though. Housewives, I have to say, Uh-oh. it's well, it's but it is interesting because um, I think that the the major tension in the chart, basically, it's all in the first. She's very first, second, third house, and fourth house heavy, which is like mm-hmm. dealing with personal uh, identity and uh, understanding yourself and, and themes like that. And I expected more of like public stuff, but I guess it makes sense that she is kind of removing herself from the like. She's I don't. Th- it's like the public ate her ass right. up. She 
I don't think was ever, I mean, naturally she was an actress and in suits, which was a very popular show, but like, you know, she wasn't, I don't think really living in LA for a lot of that. She was in Canada filming. Mm. So it's more when you film in LA and then you're a huge Hollywood celebrity and star that you really get your shit blown up more. But it's like, she was a star because of suits and it was a very popular show shot in Canada in a way that I think she still got to be removed from a lot of that. Yeah, She wasn't truly obviously as famous as she wasn't in the paparazzi and in the limelight until Harry. Right. And it's, she's not um, someone who's got, aspiring or motivated by being a public authority. Feathers. Totally. Yeah. Um, and she talked about always wearing neutral colors even because mm. she was trying not to look like the royal family or take away. So she was always seen in these Aww. neutrals. And now that she's left the royal family, she's always in these bright. Yes. Well, yeah. the crazy thing is that her Libra moon is so closely conjunct, which means it's right next to Saturn, which is is one of the most restrictive, difficult planets. And then Jupiter, Mm. which is one of the most abundant, uh, lucky planets. So Mm. it's interesting. And Libra is the sign of relationships. So, and and this is all in opposition to her her midheaven, which is the point of, yeah, public life. So she's the type that would deal with a bunch of bullshit for the the reward. So it's like equally the hardest thing she has to deal with in her life and also the thing that has brought her the most abundance and bounty and yeah. all of that. Wow. Really cool. And it's her relationship. It, Libra. It's, yeah. That's wild. Yeah. She say I really think she saved him from something far worse than what he saved her from, though. I oh, true, true. Like, yeah. That family is fucked. And yeah. it's not even, I kind of feel bad for a lot of them, too. Like, I, I can't imagine the pressure and the reality of, like, I'm chosen by God to fulfill this. God. But, like, literally, the Windsor family, which is their last name, Windsor, they are not even fucking British. They are literally German. They oh. are of German descent. And I forget how it all happens. But the whole history of their family even having to deal with this stupid fucked up burden is like, y'all ain't even English. Y'all are German. It's really complicated. There's a lot to it. But it is just such an eye roll of like, God, my Pisces ass could never be in that family. I Mm -hmm. I couldn't. Um, And so I love watching like Megan and Harry walk away. It's so Leo. I can't believe how much her and Diana have in common or that they literally have all like the similar aspects and elements. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Megan, come on the pod literally anytime. Sweets, get your ass on over here. Uh, And with that, Heather, shall we talk about what's going on in the sky? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Before we move on to Virgo for good. Yeah. Or m- move away from Leo for good, I should say. Yeah. For Not bad. For good. Just kidding. For, yeah. <laughs> for neutralness. <laughs> um yes. So there's not a ton I want to say happening this week. Good. We deserve um, a little. We deserve a little relaxation. We do. We do. <laughs> I. The big thing that's been happening this summer, uh, as I said a few episodes ago, it's a summer of love because Venus is retrograding through Leo all summer long. So that's still happening. And as it mm-hmm. does so, it's squaring these uh, slow planets that have been hanging out in Taurus, both mm. Uranus and Jupiter on August twenty second the square between Venus and Jupiter is going to be exact, um, which, you know, Jupiter likes to take things too far and Venus is about what brings us pleasure. So uh, you could really go overboard with uh, indulging in pleasure. Uh, You want to make sure not to take it too far, but it's also, they say, a good time to, you know, not work and just treat yourself and have fun and feel that abundant energy. (laughs) Um, And yes, exactly. And at the same time, uh, Mars is opposing Neptune and Pisces, which is a bit more of like a tired energy because Neptune is Pisces ruling planet and it's just, you know, very nebulous, Mm. daydreamy and Mars is action. So when these are in opposition, it's a little bit harder to get things done combined with the Venus square Jupiter. August 22nd is just a nice day to relax in bed. Um, All right. And then the next day, the sun enters Virgo. So then it's like, all right, time to pick yourself up and get to work. Going back to school. (laughs) Back to school. (laughs) And then, um, and Mercury starts retrograding through Virgo on the same day until the middle of September. I believe it's September 15th exactly. Um, So another Mercury retrograde. 
approaching. Um, but oh, I should say so. Yeah, which is interesting because it's like we're we're kicking off Virgo with Virgo's ruling planet retrograding in Virgo. <laughs> so it's right. like we want to get shit done, but there might be some delays, some miscommunication, some uh, need to like really pay attention and focus and reflect on what what it takes to do a job well done. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Gorgeous, Heather. What a, and I do. I feel like this is really kind of like a we're coasting out of this fiery energy. We're, we're still in that new moon, fiery abundance, but then it's like now we're coasting into earth and mm-hmm. it's just, we're going to, and it's going to carry us through to the end of the year. But yeah, what a time it really feels like to hone in on like, okay, end of the year's approaching. We're in an earth. What's good now? What's coming up? We got to drive ahead of ourselves, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Drive we're simply ahead of driving ourselves. ahead of ourselves during this time a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And like with that, I'd always get excited making my little school supplies list or yes. getting uh, finding out the school supplies list. I, you know, what we needed for class. Like mm-hmm. it's like this is a time that it feels like you're getting a list from the universe on what to check off. Yeah, right? yeah. To be successful through the end of the year. No? Totally. This is so when our Taurus gets a little excited with our gel yeah. pens and our calendars and uh, yes. <laughs> just like exactly yeah, uh, making a list supplies, of my routes, making a yep. list to do list. Uh, yeah, no, but, it's uh, a beautiful, beautiful thing. If you have any earth placements, like if you have your sun or moon in Capricorn or Taurus, this is also going to be a, a pleasant time for you because the sun in Virgo will trine those points so okay. it's uh an extra Good. like you're in flow cute okay yeah all the more reason to read ahead on that astrology mm-hmm. <laughs> i love it heather oh, thank you so much for your wisdom for your guidance ladies and gentlemen heather cunningham we will be right back here next week i'm randolinsky y'all have a happy little last of the of uh leo looks here last leo looks we've got infinite abundance on the horizon and on the way Mm -hmm. that's on the school list and we're checking it off we are (laughs) i love you heather i love Love you you. listeners infinite abundance Bye. bye